Welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kay. Today's episode is a special one as I'm joined by a guest who's going to be sharing with us in this episode how she was able to clear over £20,000 worth of debt. Yes, you heard that right. This is a clickbait and I'm so grateful we're actually able to make it happen. We'd had this going in the works for a couple of months, but finally we are here and we've got it recorded. And I really do hope you enjoy this episode. There were a couple of disturbances with the sound, but I do hope that you'll essentially get the gist and enjoy the episode and don't forget to follow her. But let's get into the episode of today. Today I'm joined by a special guest. I'm not going to say her name because she's going to introduce herself and we're going to be talking about her financial journey from being in debt, being a single mom on her debt-free journey to now being a single mom building wealth. Maybe you follow her so I might be giving some clues as to who we've got today but I'm really excited to dive into this conversation with her and that we're finally here now recording the episode. So tell us a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself, say your name and tell us about you. I know that this part is always awkward for everyone but I did give her a couple of minutes to think about it so <laughs> here you go okay so hello I am Malaika and I am single mum building wealth on Instagram I am literally just on a journey to build wealth but not necessarily financial wealth but just build wealth in knowledge and finance and figure out this kind of uh, absolute crazy world um and navigate basically being a single mum and trying to do it all um and have a wage as if I've had two people basically <laughs> I love that okay nice well there's something that you've said that I want to come back to later but hopefully I won't forget but I, I okay. shouldn't so before we get into your story what I wanted to kind of start the conversation with was talking about were there any money lessons that you learned growing up whether from your parents or things you just observed so I think I did mention this on my um, posts ages ago. Growing up, money wasn't really spoken about and it was very much a taboo subject. So my understanding and my learning of money, um, which I have previously mentioned in posts on my Instagram, were a shiny card came out and tapped. Or, or was inserted into a machine and you got things you got shopping you got clothes you got this and that I don't know where it came from but apparently it was all there it was on this magical card and that's how you lived your life so for me that was how I learned my first learning of money I was like right okay cool I need one of those and then when I turned 18 well I started working when I was 16 years old and I started working in an admin I think I was doing like a summer job at my auntie's university and I was making decent money to be fair at like 16 17 and wasn't taxed so again amazing amount of money you know back in the day I think I was making about 1700 pounds a month or something like that and that's really good for 16 right yeah yeah and (laughs) wow what did I do I went and bought things I bought clothes because that's what I knew I bought shoes I bought everything that you possibly could not realizing that the money runs out um and so and then I was I think I think when I turned 18 I from my bank I was offered a credit card um 
Yeah. And then, and actually, when I was, when I did take the credit card out, they told me that I could only take it out if I got insurance and the, the insurance would be X amount per month. Um, and I think my, I think my credit, again, I think it was literally about two grand or something. I was like, yes, yes, whatever you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. Let's sign the papers. And then I promise you, I think I spent it within three days. The money was gone. Yeah. I would, I would literally just go into shops and go, I like those shoes. I want them in every color. I like that bag. I want it in every color. Um, anything that anyone else has so as soon as I see someone with the the bag I've got or the jacket I've got I'm gonna go and get a new one you know and that was mum you know my mum loved clothes my dad loved clothes they they loved shopping this is what you do this is what an adult does until I started getting red letters you owe this or you owe that so when you were spending all the money on the credit card were you ever paying any of it back or were you just would you like pay some back and spend some more no, I would pay the minimum. So so the minimum was, oh, I think it was something really silly. It, it was really silly. Like, so I was like, oh, that's fine. You know, I can spend all this money and then I'm paying £25 or something per month. Yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. It's not going to, it's not going to dent my account when I then, you know, get another paycheck in the next month and stuff. So yeah. Um, and I didn't understand the APR. I didn't understand, you know, that it builds up on on what you've spent each month, and then and then you get charged on the interest as well. So like, yeah. technically, I wasn't making a dent. I wasn't paying back anything. And then I think I managed to get another credit card with Capital One. Oh, Capital One is is criminal, and I'll tell you why. Uh, yeah. When I was about okay. eighteen or nineteen, I got a letter from yeah. Capital One about a credit card. Now, thankfully, I didn't actually sign up for it, but I know eighteen, nineteen year old me, I would have been in the yeah. exact same position. That's why I just like didn't um sign up for it. But yeah. even looking at it then, what do I know about a credit card at nineteen? Like, oh, a hundred. And the, and the craziest thing is, is that is that the letters that you get from these companies, this is not, this is not the owner of such and such house. This is your name, like your yeah. full name. They're mm-hmm. excited. Yeah, my name was there. there. Right. And I'm like, oh, they know me. Oh, they, okay. So, so I was like really excited. I'm like, brilliant. This is for me because they, you know, they've clearly seen that. <laughs> I'm good yeah, and, and I'm exactly and I'm eligible right. for this money so like I must yeah. be doing something right 100% um and, and obviously at that point I didn't know anything about a credit score or a this or a that so um you know I, I didn't go to uni um and and the funniest thing is is that when I was in school my reason for not going to uni was that I was going to get into, into debt oh into debt <laughs> For, for doing a course that I probably wouldn't have been interested in and I would have probably just gone out and partied at all the freshers parties that's the stupidest thing that that those two just did not connect yeah um yeah so that so that was mad and but like I said I've worked since I was 16 I've never not worked Mm-hmm. um I would go from job to job and I'd get higher and I'd get more money but more money meant hey I can go and spend and then I think because I wasn't qualified in the sense to build myself um, into kind of corporate my jobs were in retail 
that's the biggest thing. You go and work for these big retail giants. You have to buy their uniforms. You get a discount, yes, but you have to buy their uniforms. And what are you looking at? You're like, oh, this is, you know, I get 50% off, but I'm still spending the money. Yeah. Only realizing that now. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm still spending 50% of that money. I'm not saving anything. Yeah. Um, and a lot of my wages, they were, you know, I worked for big giants where their, um, their new stock would come in. Okay, it's every season, but the new stock roughly was coming in every two to three weeks. And mm -hmm. um, your manager was telling you that you have to wear the new stuff because you're trying to sell it. Yeah. So we were like, right, okay. You know, and we were told specific, we, we would have a list of specific items that they knew would be big sellers and so we had to buy them we'd wait to the end of the month you'd have to buy them and come into work on the monday with those specific items wow um, i've never worked in retail so i didn't know that yeah yeah it it was again i love clothes this is exciting for me yeah not realizing that that the money that i'm making has just gone back to them yeah i didn't, I didn't make any money you know um wow yeah it's, it's, it's been absolutely crazy and then because I was living at my dad's at the time and I was getting the red letters and one day so we've got obviously we've got the same surname and um one of the letters looked like it was his and okay. he opened it oh <laughs> <laughs> and my dad is uh when he's angry he's not a man of many words you just see the face right so yeah I got I got the face and I was like he was like my life we need to sit down and talk about this and I, I was like oh crap I thought don't worry no no it's okay I've got it I, I I'm paying the minimum I'm doing this and he was like you like you don't earn enough like this doesn't make any sense but what he did probably was the worst thing personally mm -hmm. he paid it off okay Okay, with no lessons, he paid it off. Yeah. So I had credit again. So what did I do? I went Back at it. Spent. Yeah, of course I did. Because I hadn't learned anything. I was like, well, my dad just bailed me out. Yeah. Okay, cool. I understand. And now I've got to think, okay, so if I spend X amount per month, I have to pay X amount back. Fine. So then I started maybe being a bit more cautious of, Right, I would, I'll, I'll just spend £200 on the credit card per month and then I'll pay it back straight away. Mm -hmm. But then that started to creep up again. Yeah. Um, and I had moved house. So I, I was living uh, with my son. So we'd moved into our own house and, and I diverted the letters to my house. So now there would be no one accidentally opening <laughs> <in> the letter. <laughs> it was nothing. It was hilarious. Well, no, obviously not hilarious, but. I built it up again and then you know I love clothes I want my son to look good I work in retail it sells kids clothes what do I do we go and spend again and we buy him all the latest gear and this and that um it's just an absolute mad cycle like cycle and I genuinely think like the craziest thing is and again like I was paying the minimum I, I, I cancelled one of my cards. I think it was Capital One. And I actually, actually, through my dad paying off the balance, he said to me, you know, you can go on Martin's money, blah, 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 and you can try and see if you can get back any of your interest. Mm -hmm. 
And I managed to get back about £1,500 in interest. Oh, wow. Which I should have paid a credit card with. Mm -hmm. But I didn't because it went in my account straight back out again. So, yeah, cancelled. I think it was the Capital One. I cancelled that. And then I only had another one. But I was working. But again, I literally was working just to pay the debt. That's all I was doing. And I couldn't not work. And then I got into a relationship. And this person was making lots of money. He was doing really, really good. And my stupid naivety, I actually was like, okay, okay. So if you, okay, so if you can get me a loan, right? And and I can get it and then I can pay, I think it was £120 a month for a set amount of years. Then I can be debt free. And in my mind, I was like, I actually, okay, I need to get debt free. I understand it. I want to. Yeah. And he said, no. Understandably, he said, no. Because in my mind, again, I didn't understand the, the credit score. I didn't understand it would dent his history. Yeah. I was just looking for help to get out of the situation and be able to take home enough money so that I could pay for things or try and save. And then I think my biggest breakthrough was during lockdown, I think it was. Just before lockdown, I had a car. I had a secondhand car and I had it for six weeks. And it broke down and it was a, a I could literally couldn't believe it. And thankfully, I was supposed to be on the motorway with it. Thankfully, I wasn't. And I had mm-hmm. rearranged something to um, the mechanics. I knew that obviously it's only six weeks in. I can call the dealership and say, can they fix it? They said, fine. But when I heard that it was the gearbox that had broken, it was literally going to cost so much money. And they, the dealership actually called the garage and said, mask it, basically. And they were telling them to basically fiddle the car. And the dealership guy who had seen me and my dad actually said to us, this is what they've told me to do. And you need to give the car straight back. Do not accept anything. Don't take anything. Get all your money back. Never see this car again. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is insane. They denied it. So because I had taken out on a loan, I went to the, please bear with me because I can't even say this word, the ombudsman. Ombudsman. That one, right? Yeah. That's, that's my worst word. I can't say it. So, <laughs> so I had to go through them due to the car being on a loan, which I'm actually really thankful for. They fought my corner. The guys had to take the car back. They gave me my money back. Obviously, they paid off the loan. And I had my dad. My dad said to me, "You need a brand new car, just because of all the, the you know the stuff that had gone on." And yeah. I said, "Well, if I need a brand new car, I'm going to need at least seven k." To, to have a deposit if I need a decent one and so I want I was like right well I need to start saving I looked at my account I looked at how much I was bringing in I looked at how much was going out on debt and I started making a plan so I started researching how the hell do you get out of debt I mean I'm telling you that that search history was <laughs> seriously <laughs> how the hell do you get out of debt how do you do it what are the tips and tricks how do people do it and you know, you're getting these emails or these adverts for write off 80% and this and that. And I was like, this sounds awesome. But what is that? What does it actually mean? And I thought to myself, don't be naive. Do your research. Yeah. Writing it off is great. But that's going to dent your credit score. And it's going to, do you know what I mean? It's going to have all these implications. It's definitely not something for nothing. There are implications. (laughs) 100%. Yeah. And I just thought, I don't want to go down the easy route because if I do that, I won't learn a lesson. So 
I decided to take the hard route and then came across debt-free community, debt-free UK community, you know, great, we're going to do this. Let's be incognito because no one knew the situation. Mm-hmm. To my parents, I had paid everything off and I was doing great. So no one knew you were in and debt yeah. at that time? No, no. Wow. No. Was it a shame thing for you or? Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, how, because, because you've got all your friends who are out working. I mean, people in similar jobs, you're like, oh, well, how did you manage to afford to go on holiday? Or how did you afford to do this and that? And I'm literally like, you know, duck in water. Like my, you know, I'm, I'm at nearly drowning here. How do yeah. we do it? I know I've got a child. I get that. at that point I had two children I get it but it can't be this hard like it it really can't um and I had to just start searching for the answers you know I was single two children wanted to do so much more with my life wanted to do so much more with them didn't want to have to keep telling them no sorry you know we you can't go to this session or you can't do the swimming lessons or whatever and I was like no we're gonna we're gonna sort this stuff out then lockdown happened and then I got serious because I was like okay I'm not spending money and thank goodness I worked where I worked and I was on full pay mm-hmm. so I, I didn't you know so I, you know so I just managed to save I'm not joking. I think I probably was saving like 80% of my wage wow. and throwing it at debt, throwing it at debt. I didn't need anything. You know, none of us did. And said to the kids, for the next two years, we're going to strip everything back. Okay. No takeouts. Obviously we can't at the moment. None of this, none of that. We're going to make, we're going to make games at home. We're going to do everything, whatever we don't want, we're going to sell, but we're going to get into a good situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never looked back. And I love it. And now I'm so thankful for what, you know, the knowledge I've been given through the community, through, through you know, research and learnings and all this stuff that now I'm like, okay, I feel, I feel more mature. I feel like an adult, but I don't. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I feel like I'm ready for the next step. I'm ready for the next stage. I, want, I, I feel confident now to be able to say I, I want to change careers. I want to learn more. And I, and I want to be comfortable and okay with earning more money and not being scared of it and spending it and stuff, you know, yeah. so now there's a focus. So when you initially set yourself your goal to get out of debt, like had you set yourself like a timeline of how long you wanted to reach that goal by or were you just trying to focus on doing it as soon as you could? I think I said, okay, so, so I put up a, a, a spreadsheet, right? And I listed all of my debt. And I divided it by five years to start with. And I was like, okay, so in five years, I could be debt-free with paying this amount per month, right? Mm. I wasn't going to be silly. I wasn't going to say a year because I think, how much is it? 20-odd grand, right? Wow. Um, so I wasn't going to be stupid. And we didn't know how long lockdown was going to last for. So I said five years. Then I, then, I put, then I said, well, let me look at four years. And I think I said four years. I can't remember what I said on my Instagram, but I think I gave myself a, about four years and I said, I'll do it in that. And then, so knowing that, that if I paid that amount per month, I would be debt-free made me push harder and go, 
oh, here's extra money I haven't spent. Let me throw that at it. Let me yeah. throw that at it. And not realizing, well, I mean, amazingly, you know, the interest was going down. Yeah. The, the, the payments were going down, you know, and it got, it was just getting shorter and shorter and shorter. And, and as I was doing it, so I took out a consolidation loan from a company called Credit Union. I love them. Absolutely amazing. And you save money with them. So they're a charity run where you save money per month. You can get a low cost loan out, but you, your money's frozen while you pay off this debt yeah so I was like okay well that's great because once I then pay this off you know then it means I'm gonna have some savings yeah so kept throwing money kept throwing money kept throwing money and it got to the point where my debt was less than the money that I had saved okay and I called credit union and I said is there a possibility that I could just use the savings that are in the account and just wipe the rest of the loan off mm-hmm. because that was then again going to save me on the interest. And they yeah. said yes. And I was like, boom, okay. And then that meant I paid everything off in 17 months. Wow. Yeah. So from initially hoping for four years to 17 yeah. months, less than two years. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. Oh, so it was brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. I think it's just so exciting, you know, when you. Do How did you more... feel when you cleared that debt? Like, describe. I'm. I can imagine how you felt, but how did you feel knowing, like, oh my gosh, I've actually cleared it. I've done this. I okay. I I always thought I would know how I'd feel, and again, yeah. I think I put a post up, and I was like, right, when I do this, I'm gonna run around the house naked. I'm gonna. <laughs> That's what it is. Like, I'm gonna just be like, yeah. But when it happened, I was like, I, I was like, is, is that is that it? Like, I didn't have a feeling. I didn't mm-hmm. have a feeling until a couple of months later when I was like, oh, oh, I'm not. Oh, I've got extra money in my account. Like, so when you then start seeing that these de- direct debits are not coming out of your account and this savings has, has now increased, yeah. then I started getting excited. Then I was like, this is now I feel like I'm over, you know, the hedge. I, I'm, I'm over it. This is amazing. I can save up. And I think we managed to go on holiday. You, I just felt euphoric. I just felt like this is how I always wanted to feel. This, like from back in the day, it was brilliant. But it did take a few months to get to actually there. sink in. That makes sense. Yeah. So what would you say? You've been in debt for so many years. Do you know what I mean? You almost get accustomed to being in debt. <laughs> Completely, completely. <laughs> what would you say were the most life-changing lessons that you learned or even habits that you built up during that time that helped you to get to where you are now? Oh, budget, 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 budget. Like You're, you're speaking my language. Your I'm always talking about budget, but I'm glad that someone else is speaking about it on the podcast. So it's not just me. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you do not budget for where you're, and if you don't check, and and check where your money is going even daily mate that that money's gone like it literally just slips through your fingers without you realizing it this tap tap tapping or this you know and I'm someone I hated using cash I was like I don't like touching money but again if I've got a card and I physically can't see how much is there and I keep tapping then how do how do I know how much I've spent do you know what I mean just keeping track of everything 
that that was really key for me and actually being able to say right kids we can have a takeaway but let's not we're not going to have it you know three times a week we're going to have it once and let's have it as a treat at the end of the week or on the weekend but we're going to start doing things together and we're going to cook together and we're going to do this together it's like giving up alcohol it's like giving up smoking or something you have to find another habit to 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 replace that habit exactly yeah Right. And, and that's what we had to do. I had to do. And now I'm comfortable. I talk to the kids all the time. They're like, mom, I want this. I want that. And I'm like, OK, well, then let's 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 look at the budget. Usually I go, yes, absolutely. And now I'm like, this sounds great. Let's put it in the budget for next month. Like I get paid at the end of the month and then let's go and do that. Even buying clothes or spending or whatever. I think I learned from Tolu or something about. You put it in your basket and you wait 24 hours. I've never done that before. I was like, what? No, I'm, I'm buying this now. It's coming in three days. But to leave things in the basket and to come back a day or two later and then to go, did I? Like, was I about to impulsively buy that or did I really need it? And then half the time I'd leave it. To be fair, since I've become debt-free, my only big payments that I've then made was from December last year when I decided now's the time I need to redo my living room so I it made big purchases that I had saved for I had the money there so so there was a huge difference from the old you to like yeah. oh, let's just put this on the credit card and you know hope for the best <laughs> yeah so now exactly. actually planning and preparing and budgeting yeah. you know yeah. to actually make these things happen yeah I love that okay. and you kind of already touched on it a little bit but are there any things that you're consciously teaching your children about personal finance or are there any things that you're doing with them to kind of prepare them for the real world what's crazy is that they've been they've always been really good savers always whenever they would get birthday money whenever they would get you know pocket money they would always just go right I'm going straight to my piggy bank I'm going to put it in there and that was amazing to me I was like damn you didn't learn that from me but but well done (laughs) Um, (laughs) and actually to be fair yeah so when my son was younger, he would probably get a tenner and he'd look in the Argos catalogue and he'd flick, 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 flick and go, right, that, that's the one I want. And I was like, well, what is it? What, what do you want? I want that one. It's £10. But did you really want it? So it's asking the questions, do you need it or do you want it? Whatever money he now gets, he saves 80% and he can, he can spend 20 Because I always say, you have to feel your money. Yeah. It's not, it's, you know... It, it doesn't make sense to, to earn all this money and then just put everything away and trap yourself because that doesn't that, that's not good. But you need to be able to be sensible. And he's, yeah, he's done that. He's continues to save. And again, even when he does really want something, he'll look, he'll count his money and he'll go, mm, yeah, I've got this amount, but actually I want to get something else down the line. So I'm going to save a bit more. So I yeah. Yeah. And it's good because as he gets older, those are habits that more likely going to keep. And he's already kind of having that practice of having money to work with. Because I do feel like a lot of young people, especially this generation now, are so unprepared for the real world when it comes to money. Because a lot of them, we're consumers. We want the new stuff, the fashions, the trends are always changing. And a lot of things that people are aspiring for are expensive things that they really can't afford. And credit and funding their lives on credit is going to be something that a lot of people are going to get into. So it's really 100%. good that he's already learning those basics now. And I'm yeah. sure that it's going to help him a lot. 
he's had birthday vouchers since December. We're in March. And I was like, you've got some vouchers. Did you want to get a new pair of trainers or do you need a basketball? He's like, no, I'll wait. I haven't seen anything. And I'm like, yeah, I wow. love that. <laughs> I love that. Good on him. You, you keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. And that is amazing. So going back a little bit, are there any tips and tricks that you would give to anyone that might be listening that is in debt? Maybe some things that have helped you or maybe things that you've not tried, but if you were in that situation again, are things that you would pursue to help yourself get out of debt? Yes. Um, there was a brilliant app that I used called Debt Payoff Planner or something like that. And you, you were able to put all of your payments and the interest on and it would literally calculate really quickly how long it would take you to pay off debt with the minimum um and I've had people in my DMs I've had people say to me I'm in a similar situation to you or I'm a single mom and how do you do it and the first thing I say is sit down have a glass of wine or, or your cup of tea and write everything down that you owe money to like all of it it doesn't have to be for anyone else, but it just has to be for you. Do not be scared of the figures. They're the one, you know, these are the figures that you can manipulate these numbers, but you have to have them in front of you to be able to to strategize and think of a plan because our minds can play crazy tricks on us. So I, so yeah, so I say, write down all of your debt and write down all of your priority spending so your you know your rent your council tax all of this stuff and start small do not start racing ahead like even if it's a couple of pounds to however you want to do it your highest interest debt or to your lowest debt just start adding one or two pounds onto that per month and build yourself up and I know some people don't even have that spare that's fine if you don't look around your house there is something that you can sell even the things that you don't think will sell and I'm telling you the amount of things I'm like who's going to want that but let me just try and add it and I've sold so many things and that's the extra money just to tackle your debt and research follow accounts follow people's journeys listen to what they say take on the advice but that is the first step. The first step really in, in all of this debt journey is acknowledging that you're in the debt and that you want to get out of it. That's the first step of everything. And that we should really, really applaud ourselves at and we don't enough because that's the strongest sign that you're ready for change. And it's the hardest. It's the hardest thing to admit. Definitely. But it will do your life the world of good. Yeah. Because for a lot of people that are in debt, it's easy to kind of just, you try to ignore it, especially when you feel like the situation has gotten out of control and even feels beyond your control. So it's like, let me ignore those letters. Let me not look at it. And I'll come back to it when I feel ready. Yeah. But it's like the longer you delay actually facing the issue, the bigger it's going to get. So what you just said is brilliant. It's just the beginning and knowing that it is going to be a journey. It is going to take some time. But as you saw in your own case, you even surprised yourself in how long you were able to do it in so it really is just a matter of getting started 100% so what made you go from documenting your journey anonymously to actually taking that shift to okay I'm gonna 
I'm going to remove the <laughs> anonymity and I'm going to reveal who I am. Like what, <laughs> what created that shift for you? Oh God, I got approached by a newspaper. They wanted to do an article on me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, I'm not sure. And then, so, so they were like, you know, it's a really interesting story, blah, 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 blah. And I think, I think literally I had just become debt free. So I said, okay, but I'm not going to tell my name and I'm not going to show my face. She was like, that's fine. And so we had a conversation. And at the end of the conversation, she was like, no, I think you, you I think you really should show your face. Like it would, you know, people really resonate with you. So I was like, you're going to have to give me a couple of days to figure this out. So I had, so I hung up on her and I sat my son down and I told him what I was doing. Cause no one knew, no one knew about the incident. No one knew about anything. Wow. And yeah. And I said, what do you think I should do? And he went, do it. I said, what do you mean? He went, you need to show your face. He was like, mum, you've been able to do such an incredible thing. He's like, Think of the amount of mums and single mums that you'll be able to help with with what you've done. Yeah. He was like, you have to do it. It doesn't matter. And so I said, I know, but, but you know, no one knows. And he went, but it's your story. Like, it's okay. So, so wise. I love it. Yeah, right? I know. He's only, what was it? 13, 14 wow. at the time. I know. Well, you've so, done a great job, clearly. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so the next big person we're going to do is call my dad. And how was that one? (laughs) I, you know, when you tell someone something and you don't want to, you speak really, really fast and they don't understand it. And they just go, that's great. So I was like, okay, basically, so I'm in debt. And he was like, what? I said, and this newspaper wants to do an article on me, but they want me to show my face and I'm not sure. But I'm just saying, you know, basically I paid back quite a big amount of money um, in a short amount of time. And I never said the amount. Okay. He saw the amount when he read the article. Oh, what did he say? Did he say anything he was, to you? So he was, that was the funniest thing is he was like, Malika, this is amazing. And it actually made him and his wife sit down and work out their budget. It wow. made them also turn around and say, do we need this or not? And if we do want this, we're going to put, because I, I would say to him, Okay, so let's say you want to buy a new TV, but you need to make sure that you have the amount that you want for the TV available and the same amount in your savings account to double the money, right? Mm-hmm. So that then you're not losing out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, you've got the nice TV, but you've still got your savings. So he was like, that's what we started doing. He was like, so every time I would say, you know, or I want a coffee, I didn't need to go out. He's like, so I put three pounds in my account, in my savings, or I do this. Um, so, no, it's really, but look really at good. that now chain have... reaction though yeah you actually working on yourself learning something and then now your dad who bailed you out of your first set <laughs> is also now <laughs> learning from you like look how full circle that is yeah it is absolutely amazing and it's now helped us to have such healthy financial conversations yeah um it's brilliant it's absolutely amazing um and you know I mean I'm trying to now buy my house I'm trying to tackle that I mean at the moment the economy is rubbish but it's still I still want it to be a goal it may not be where I'm living right now but who knows we'll see yeah it's it's not unattainable 
it definitely isn't but also now yeah. you're in the position where you can think of that and it doesn't seem so like unrealistic exactly 100 percent. yeah and I'm like I managed basically pay off nearly 25,000 pounds 17 months how much can I save how quickly can I save that amount and and now the thing that I'm very very grateful for is now that I'm debt free it's freed up money for me to be able to afford a private tutor for my son for his studies mm-hmm. you know, he's in year 10 he's going into year 11 so being able to do that and knowing that actually that is pushing him higher is amazing all of his basketball sessions and all this stuff this is this is making me happy yeah, yeah. so I don't want this to end I don't want this feeling to, to end yeah I love that and it's just the beginning it's a new chapter for you the, the first chapter yeah. was getting out of debt now you've done that and it's now having yeah. a vision beyond that which you're obviously working on which is amazing absolutely so for any single mothers that might be listening and yeah. I know well I don't know the burden because I'm not a single mother but I can imagine and I've seen that with my mom being a single mother at some point yeah you have all of that financial burden even if you do have you know the parent a dad that does help there's still a large yeah. burden burden that's on you are there any like tips or things that you've done practical things that have helped yeah. you to manage your finances as a single mother I think it can change be flexible things can change and things can happen as in dependent on the age of the child they they need something new because they're growing up yeah I would just say just just be as flexible as you can but just be as kind as you can to yourself this is not a marathon this is not a race this is this is a lifestyle change and it's something that unfortunately due to the system we're put in a situation where it's so hard for us to take a leap over a certain amount of income or a certain amount of savings that we're allowed to have right for single months that say they're on the benefits or they're on whatever there really is a ceiling where once you hit that ceiling you are by yourself and that is scary as well have a five-year plan five years is 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 enough have a five-year plan and just really work towards building a foundation of something to see where you can go or maybe just wait until your kids are a bit older you know minus seven and 15 it is slightly easier but it's still the same issues that we have do you know what I mean yeah just be kind and talk to me I'm in the DMs I talk I'm happy to have conversations thank you for that thank you for answering that so as we're just kind of wrapping up a little bit are there any last words or tips that you want to give whether to someone that's in debt or even someone that's now on their journey to building wealth as well any tips that you'd give again it's not a marathon take your time take one step at a time and enjoy it embrace it keep learning that I'm I'm still learning now like you never not learn um just be open to learning new things and and build a community build a tribe lean on people have people accountable honestly I mean the conversations the friends that I have made on my Instagram have been amazing these women are just I just I just cannot the most incredible conversations positive conversations that we've had and sad conversations but have those people they will be your people they will help you and guide you I love that. Well, let the people know where they can find you, where they can follow you and connect with you. 
So you can find me on Single Mum Building Wealth on Instagram. I need to get back to posting a lot more. I have been ill. But yeah, you can find me on there. You'll see me on my stories or please just send me a DM and to come say hi. Okay, thank you. And what I'll do, I'll definitely put your Instagram handle in the show notes. It'll be easy to follow yeah. you. But I want to yeah. thank you so much for speaking with me, for sharing your story. And I know that it's it's never really easy sometimes to talk about finances. Obviously, you're more comfortable now, but I'm yeah. sure that there will be people listening to this that may be able to relate for one reason or another. And I just yeah. want to thank you so much for sharing your journey and also taking the courage to come out of hiding and, and putting yourself yeah. out there for scrutiny, which is never easy. But I'm so proud yeah. of you and I honestly commend you because I remember following your journey when you were in debt. And um, yeah. and when you were anonymous too. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really proud of you. And it's so beautiful to see your journey and to see where you are now, because really and truly it's just the beginning. So yeah. I want to commend you and I want to say well done. And thank you for sharing. And I'm sure maybe in a couple months time or even a year's time, we'll have you back because I'm sure there'll be 100%. lots to talk about new yeah. things. And something I've Absolutely. actually always wanted to do was speaking with a parent about parenting and what that's like and the cost of parenting all those nuances that sometimes we don't talk about so I will definitely have you back to have a conversation like that but thank you again I really appreciate it oh honestly it's been amazing thank you so so much for having me on your podcast this has been awesome and thank you for joining me so until next time guys I will catch you in the next episode don't forget to follow Malika I will put her contact details in the show notes so definitely make sure you give her a follow thank you for listening to today's episode I hope you enjoyed it if you are listening to Spotify they have added some new features where you are able to interact with each episode so there will be a poll surrounding this episode so don't forget to vote if you are listening on Spotify if you haven't already please leave a rating or a review on how you have found the podcast I hope you enjoyed it and I'll be back with you in the next episode